This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. Isn't it bullshit to have to question where your food comes from? At Vital Farms, you can trace your pasture-raised eggs all the way back to the source, the pasture. On the side of each pasture-raised carton of eggs, you'll find the name of the farm where your eggs were laid. And when you look the farm up on their website, you'll get a peek at all the sunshine, fresh air, and open space the hens enjoy. Learn more and find out where to buy them at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit-free. Emma Mae Dinkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up, what's up, incredible people? My name is Emma Mae Dinkins, and I am so stoked, so honored to have you on the Have You Heard podcast. You are so deeply loved, and if you have been journeying with me, and the incredible people I've gotten to have on the podcast throughout the month of February. We have had some awesome conversations about the Lord who is love, about his word who tells us what love looks like, what it looks like to live it out, how we were made for it. And we've had conversations with people, what it looks like to practically live that out every day and advice that people have gained from walking with the Lord and from experiences that they've had. And I honestly could not think of a better grand finale of this month of celebrating the love of the Lord in relationships and in your own walk than having my fiance (laughs) on. This is so fun. And not only that, but this is the first time we've ever like gotten to video record an audio recording of the podcast. So this is like extra special. Yeah, it is. It's it's the first time for me to be on here and then also first time to record it. Mm -hmm. And you can see this on YouTube or you can watch it or you can listen to it on your podcast or you can watch it on YouTube. It's really cool. got two options here. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm really, really pumped y'all because today we're talking about honestly both of our journeys leading Mm -hmm. up to us being together in a relationship. And we're going to be talking about the faithfulness of the Lord and what we learned leading up to the point of us being together yeah. um, and how truly the, like to be in a relationship, a romantic relationship with someone, it's not a promise in scripture that that is going to happen in your life. Yeah. Um, we see it happen in a lot of people's lives, mm-hmm. but, and God has ordained every day of your life in his book before a single one of them came to be. So the way that your life unfolds as yeah. you seek the Lord first, like it's on purpose yeah. and it's filled with beauty, whether or not it consists of getting married or not. And so we want to, if you're not in a relationship, we want you to stay, keep watching, <laughs> keep listening, because ultimately the heartbeat of this conversation is, the importance of seeking God first and whether or not you end up in a marriage relationship, whenever you seek the Lord first, it impacts your entire life for the true. better. Yeah. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it has been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. It really has. There's been a lot of a lot of journeys, a lot yeah. of uh, milestones that we've come to before our relationship, before I even knew you and in the relationship. 
And it's really cool that now we get to come here and we're not coming into this thinking that we know everything, that we have it all figured out because we are absolutely far from that. But it is very sweet to come and share just what, honestly, not what we did, but what God did through us. Because I know my journey and your journey are honestly very different, but very beautiful. Because I come from a past of having relationships not being wise in those relationships mm-hmm. and also having a past of addiction to pornography, addiction to, to that sex lust and how, how, how I came over that. Mm-hmm. And so we, we both come from very different backgrounds, but it's, it's very beautiful how God can take both of those, both of those areas of our lives of the, that sin where Satan tried to bog us down and it can bring us together and become one flesh and have that, beauty that beautiful marriage between the two yeah i i think that that's just a really powerful encouragement too to know that like your story your life testimony is not powerful because of how many times you've (laughs) messed up or how good none of us are good on our own but quote unquote good your life has been like what makes your testimony powerful is the redemption of the Lord. It's yeah. the presence of the spirit. And so Josh may come from a story of like not doing relationships the best and having certain addictions that he navigated through. And I may come from a background of like my only relationship experience was with one guy who was like awesome, but we dated for a month long. And then I realized God doesn't want me here. I'm going to keep on going in a single season. Like that was literally my only relationship experience. But like to know that the Lord, whenever you submit to him and surrender your life to him, it's he who makes your testimony powerful. And now it's fun getting to sit down and talk with y'all because it's like we may be coming from two different places, but we're both talking about the same God who led us to where we are. That's exactly right. And I mean, I think just to begin this whole conversation off with how do you prepare your heart, well, you have to, just as we're supposed to build our house on a rock, we're not supposed to build our house on the sand. I want to build my own house, my house that's not with Emma at this point, that I want to build my life on that rock. Yeah. And I came to that conclusion. I came to that realization that, you know what, my house is on the sand because I keep on falling over. I, I look for porn. I look for relationships. I look for all these different things, but I wake up the next day. And I'm at the same place or I've fallen over or it's just, it leaves me wanting more, more thirsty. I, I look for the, de- I like, it's like me going into the desert and looking for water. It's like, I'm going and I'm searching and I'm searching and it's like, I'm promised that there's water here somewhere, but I can't find any of it. And I'm continually searching. And I had to come to that realization of that at some point I, I want to be married at some point I want to. Mm-hmm. And on the chance of me actually getting married, I don't want to come and have to sit across the table from my kids and tell them that your mom and I are getting a divorce because I could not put my wants aside for your needs. I kept on looking at pornography and dishonoring my wife. I kept on looking at pornography and dishonoring my daughters and my son and not being the leader and the godly counsel that they need. Because I don't, I don't want to be that man. I want to be a man that, that stands up for others. 
I want to be that selfless man. I don't want to be a selfish man. And so I can go and look in the desert or I can continue to lean back on the water that God is. That, that, that water that he promised that woman at the well, that he promised her a living water that you will thirst no more. And I tell you time and time again, after I watched the video or after I did something, I was always thirsty. I was always wanting more and more and more and never satisfied until I finally found that water and thought, you know what? I'm done living for myself. I'm done. I'm done doing that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start living for my future wife, for my future kids. And again, that's before I knew Emma. That was before, yeah, yeah, that was before we even started, we even started talking before I knew that Emma was on this earth. Like I wanted to do that for my wife and for my kids before I even knew that if I was going to have a wife and kids, I Mm -hmm. wanted to go ahead and honor them the way that I should be honored. Man, that's like, that's so powerful to, for your heart posture to be God. I just want to honor you. Yeah. And I want to, as you say in First Peter, like to be holy because exactly. you are holy. Like I want God to be my because. Mm-hmm. Like why am I choosing to say no to the things of this world? Why am I choosing to love people well? Yeah. Why am I choosing to daily get up and spend time in the Word? Why am yeah. I choosing to live the life that I'm living? Because He's holy. Mm-hmm. Because He's worth it. Because right. He's good and He's worthy of all of like in my complete devotion, he's worthy of it. And then the best way I could love a future spouse or Mm -hmm. love my future kids or be a godly boyfriend who honors my girlfriend well or cherishes my fiance the way God has called me to, like that's going to happen if the root of it all was that Mm -hmm. I was being honoring and cherishing and loving Mm -hmm. because God had called me to be. Like when God is our because, like it's going to bless our relationships. Uh But if I'm doing... If I'm choosing to like put up a good front of mm-hmm. being a quote unquote godly person yeah. just because I just to get a person, yeah. then that person that I'm wanting is an imperfect person. Yeah. And there will be struggles that come whenever I'm in that relationship with them. And so then like my because is gonna be faulty because right. I'm putting it on a faulty person. Mm-hmm. And that I just I know whenever you told me that that you chose to seek the Lord first with also the mindset of, I want to start loving my wife now, if that's what God has planned for me. I felt so loved yeah. by you yeah. doing that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and I mean, that makes sense because mm-hmm. if you look back at Ephesians 5, yeah. you, that like if you've ever been in a church service and they talked about marriage, it's usually talked about Ephesians 5. Or if you maybe if you haven't, or if you've been to a wedding or if you've been to something, Ephesians 5 is quoted. And mm-hmm. it talks about a wife submitting to her husband. Yeah. And I think that that submitting word can be almost terrifying, but like we don't have to go into that, but that's just, it's, it's, I get to love you selflessly mm-hmm. and, but it comes back right on the man and it says, well, men, you have to give up yourself as Christ gave up himself for the church. <laughs> and so how, how I'm supposed to submit, I'm supposed to give up myself. So I'm supposed to give up my needs and my wants for my kids, mm-hmm. for my wife. I want to do that before I even know their name, yeah. before that kid is even conceived, before that kid steps on, on this earth. I, want, I Man, I love my kids already. I can tell you that so much. And I loved you already before I even met you because I know that, that I can love 
as Christ loved the church and gave himself up. And again, that's a, that's in a relationship context. Mm-hmm. I can love as Christ loved the church, even not in a romantic relationship. Yeah. I can love as Christ loved the church by giving himself up to my family, to my friends, to that neighbor across the street that has a snow driveway that I can go and love and give myself up because I'd much rather be in the warmth when I can actually go out and shovel their driveway because I can give myself up as Christ loved the church. Yeah. And that I, I want to live. That's, that, that's my motto right there. Mm-hmm. I want to give myself up as Christ, as Christ gave himself up for the church. That's so good. Yeah. And it, it makes me think about how like, I can't expect to love my future spouse well if I'm not putting in the investment to love my family well yeah, or to be a good sister or to be a good friend or to be like, like I can't jump into a relationship and assume I'm going to love this person so well Mm -hmm. if I haven't been practicing love in my day to day Mm -hmm. beforehand. So I may feel the romantic love, but like, you know, date, like the Lord says he, in his word, marriage is hard. Yeah. That it is tough. (laughs) Like he warns you like, okay. If you can't, he like through Paul, he says, yeah. if you can't stand the te- like sexual temptations and you must get married, get married. But it's going to be a tough yeah. walk. It's a walk that's beautiful because God designed it yeah. and it reflects him and it's sanctifying. And it's like, it's, it's a picture of God's love with the church. Like it's yeah. beautiful. But if I'm expecting myself to jump into a marriage and love yeah. this person, well, if I haven't been living a life loving people well, then it, it's not going to transfer the way I'm thinking so it will. Because romantic love, it's it's not always as consistent as unconditional love is. Yeah. You know? That, that's, ex- that's, ex- that's, that is, that's beautiful. <laughs> and that is, that is so good. Because mm-hmm. I, you even look at the card. Like, mm-hmm. go back to way back when the first romantic relationship out there that the Lord looks at it and says, that's a very good. And yeah. Adam and Eve and then they sin and you see the fall and you see Adam's sin and you see Eve's sin and you, and like the passivity that they both have. Like I can, I can come and I can live a passive life as they did, but I'm not called to passivity. Yeah. I'm not called to live that way. I'm called to, to love deep. I'm called to love hard. I'm called to love as a fire. Like that's mm-hmm. what I want to do. But like, that's easy to say. That's easy to say, well, marriage is hard and you should love them well and you should do this. And it's like, how, how on earth would someone practically do that? And I think one thing that really I cling to in that time of figuring out of how can I love my wife? How can I love my kids? How can I do that now? How do I not live a passive before life? Even knowing before them. even knowing them. Exactly. Like that's, a, that's even harder. Like... <laughs> Uh, you you can't put a face to it, <laughs> but I think one thing I really cling to was in Psalms one nineteen uh, nine through eleven, and it talks about of how does a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word, Lord. Let me not stumble from your commandments, but let me seek your face first. Like that's what I want to do. How does a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word? So now I know what that base is lying. From everything here on out, your work, my boundaries, how I love, like my friends, how I, how I treat them, the timing, all this stuff. Like how I do this mm-hmm. is how I do the book. Like how I, how I do 
the this, like, you know? Yeah, like and it's so going it, to be a reflection. Of exactly. It's required. You yeah. can't you can't live without it, truly. Mm-hmm. It's like what Solomon said, like, to guard your heart mm-hmm. above all else for everything that you do flows from it. And yeah. Like, I remember before we started dating, like, I knew that you liked me. And, like, if I told you that I liked you back, then, like, you were going to go ask my dad. And so I was yeah. – I, I knew that I, like, had feelings for you. And I, I was in, like, this pocket of time where I was just seeking the Lord and asking, like – all of my mentors for advice and like, mm-hmm. okay, I really want to step into this, but I want to make sure that this is a step that I need to do. Just yeah. like, God, I commit my plans to you. And I ask that you would establish my steps and yeah. show me what, what is of you and what is not. And in that little pocket of time, as you were just so patiently waiting, <laughs> I, one of my mentors, she gave me this word of advice. And she said, Emma, like whenever you're stepping into this relationship, you're, or actually, whenever you're stepping into any relationship, yeah. you're always going to be sacrificing something mm-hmm. anytime. Yeah. So but stepping into this relationship with Josh, will you be sacrificing anything godly? And I wanted to share that because I think it would just be helpful for anybody to adopt. But it really put into perspective my because. Yeah. like. God has set the standard for my life. My body is his temple. I've commit my plans and my ways to him. Mm -hmm. Like he, he is the solid rock that I'm standing on. And so like, if that's the case, then I don't want to sacrifice anything of him. I want, if anything, this relationship to be something that points to him, that honors him, that leads me closer to him. And so with that being my filter, and I just will never forget that. And I remember telling her like, I truly don't believe that I will be sacrificing anything godly. I think I'm going to be sacrificing a lot of fear. Yeah. And at the time I didn't know what that meant, but I just, I just think it's really, really special how whenever the Lord like is leading you Mm -hmm. and establishing your steps and he leads you into a relationship, it's for the purpose of bringing glory to him. Mm -hmm. And it's for the purpose of making you look more like his son. And it's for the purpose of reflecting the fact that like, we were made to do life in community and that yeah. community comes in different forms. But I think like if you're debating on whether or not you should step into a relationship, that was a very helpful question that I received is you're going to be sacrificing something yeah. stepping into a relationship. Are you sacrificing anything godly? And if this time preparing for you to decide whether or not you're stepping into this relationship hasn't been a preparation season of just being with God and mm-hmm. seeking to be more like him and seeking to be obedient to him, then it makes sense that you're, if it's godly, then it can't be the, if it's godly, something that's being sacrificed, it can't be the relationship for me. That mm-hmm. may not sound like it's appealing to you because whatever's godly may not matter. Yeah. And so if that's the case for you, then I encourage you to take a step back and take inventory because if relationships were designed by the Lord and the Lord is not your filter by which you decide if this relationship is good, then you're not ready for yeah. that relationship. Like be holy because he is holy. Commit your ways to him and let him establish it. You're going to sacrifice something in this relationship. And if you're sacrificing something godly, yeah. then it isn't the right time for you or yeah. it isn't the right relationship yeah, that's so for good. you. It's, mm-hmm. that, it's that saying of what you say yes to means that you're saying no to something else. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. are, you, are you saying no to something? You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from one of our network supporters. 
Hop, hop, hooray! Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone. Plus, spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Do you have weak, damaged hair? New Garnier Fructis hair filler systems fill hair with strength seven layers deep. In just one use, you can reverse up to one year of damage to hair smoothness. The sulfate-free hair filler plus vitamin CG system gives you up to 79% stronger hair and up to four times less breakage. New Garnier Fructis hair filler is available now on Amazon and at Walmart, Target, Ulta, Drug, and select grocery stores. Hey, today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Faithful Counseling. So, let's get real for a second. Is there something interfering with your peace, robbing you of joy, preventing you from carrying God's yoke that is easy and His burden that is light that He intends for you to carry, He designed you to carry? Are you walking through something that's preventing you from achieving your goals? I know that for many of us, that can be anxiety, depression, fear, or even broken relationships that can be holding us back. But this is where Faithful Counseling comes in. Faithful Counseling is a worldwide counseling service that is making professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient so anyone and everyone can face life's challenges and can get help anytime, anywhere. Faithful Counseling offers four different ways to get connected to a licensed counselor. You can sit down for video calls, phone calls, live chats, or instant messaging. Every counselor on Faithful Counseling is licensed by their respective state board and has over 3,000 hours of experience. If you think that Faithful Counseling is for you, you can sign up today and be matched with your counselor in 24 hours or less. Faithful Counseling is helping us live our healthiest lives in the comfort and safety of our homes. Be sure to check out Faithful Counseling at faithfulcounseling.com slash MMA slash. I have a question for you. And this is, I think this is something. It's like not, sweet, the interview switching I up. I know. This is my podcast. <laughs> that now, normally happens. <laughs> well, here's the question because we just talked about how I came from a very non-godly past for not honoring people, for looking at pornography and having a porn addiction, very real thing that honestly a lot of people that are listening right now are probably struggling with. Mm-hmm. How did how did coming into this relationship, how did how did that make you feel? How what was the struggles of that, of hearing mm-hmm. that I had that past? What how did that go about for you? Well, so I want to fill everybody in. So I think Josh like did such a great job at honoring me. You can go back and look at some of our previous YouTube videos we did together about our first date and how yeah. he pursued me in the start. And it's just so like, I felt so cherished and honestly it pointed me towards the Lord and how the Lord pursued me. It was such a reflection of that, but it wasn't until like two months into our relationship that Josh said, Hey, let's sit down for coffee. Cause I, I need to share my story with you. And that was when he yeah. shared with me, like the 
the good, the bad, the ugly, the things you did, you're eager to share and the things it takes <laughs> a lot of courage yeah. to even whisper it out there. He yeah. shared it with me because he was like, if you're the woman that God has for me, then I trust you will forgive me and we're going to walk through this together. But if, if you can't forgive me of this and you won't bestow grace on my life in this, then, then you aren't the woman for me. And I want you to know up front so that mm-hmm. we can, so that you can know and you can be honored by being able to make that decision. So first off, I felt very grateful for mm-hmm. his honesty. Your honesty, it, honesty is like a warm hug we read mm-hmm. in Proverbs and it was honoring. And I would be lying though if I said it wasn't hard to hear. Sure. But like I said earlier, no matter what your story is, like Paul tells us in Romans 3.23 that we have all sinned mm-hmm. and fallen short of God's glory. Different sins come with different consequences, but sin is sin. Yeah. And like in that alone, we were both sinners, two imperfect humans coming to date each other. And mm-hmm. so for me to look at Josh in a way that's looking down on him because of a certain sin that had become an obstacle in his life, then that would be like, that would be prideful of me because I'm no better than he is, even though the sins in my life look different than his, Mm -hmm. they still separated me from God too. And so I think, but I can't like, I can't have that perspective hearing that news. If I haven't like spent time alone with God, Mm -hmm. if I haven't been walking with him and my relationship with him hasn't been growing because the only way you can respond with such forgiveness and grace is by the power of the spirit. Like that doesn't happen through the flesh. Um, So that's another reason why it's so important is like when you're stepping into a relationship, it's two imperfect people coming together. And by being empowered by the spirit, you're going to be able to walk alongside each other and forgive each other, which is so necessary. Mm -hmm. But I will say that it was very hard to hear just because pornography and lust and sexual sins and temptations, like it's just not cool. And Mm so for me to also be like, okay, great, let's move on. Like, I'm not going to treat it that way either because sin is sin. And it should be despised at, not Mm -hmm. Josh, but the sin, Mm -hmm. because sin not only like separates us from the Lord, but it drives a wedge between people. And so it's important to deal with it for the reality that it is and say like, no, like that's not of God. And I am so honored to sit across the table from a man who's aware of that. Mm -hmm. And I also felt very honored by you that like, you didn't step into the relationship still like full fledged. Mm-hmm. operating from that place. Yeah. Like that was something like neither one of us are in a perfect place, but that mm-hmm. was something that like you were in, you like before we had started dating yeah. had intentionally like had godly counsel, yeah. had sought the Lord in prayer and in his word. And we're intentional to like make God the foundation of your life. And yeah. I think that also helped me in my response was that like, I knew his attitude towards it. His attitude towards it was, hey, I love you. Will you forgive me? Because this is not of God, and I know it's not honoring to you, but mm-hmm. I I want to honor the Lord. Yeah. I want to be obedient to him. I want him to be glorified through my life. But one of the ways I can do that is by letting you know that this is a part of my story. Um, and so I feel like I just said a whole lot. Oh, but that, but that's so good. I think it was. It was a mixture of emotions because as a girl, you can mm-hmm. sometimes feel like, I want to be enough for him. 
I want yeah. to be beautiful to him? What if I don't meet expectations that he's had if he's seen these other images? And I think that's also why having a solid relationship with the Lord is also so important. It's like, where is my confidence found? Where, where, who calls me beautiful first? Like yeah. the expectations that I have on myself are what God has already said of me and yeah. living that out. And, and I'm, it, like our relationship has to be interdependent. Like mm-hmm. my identity, my value, my worth, it's found in the Lord. Yeah. And Josh, in my, and as we walk together, he reminds me of what the Lord has already spoken over. But those, those thoughts cross my the mind. Real. They're real emotions. And mm-hmm. I think it's important. Of course, we've had deeper conversations as we are now engaged and have gone through premarital counseling. Yeah. And, but like, we're both running the race that's been set before us. And because we're doing that, we've been led and equipped to like have certain conversations that are really hard, but the conversations that are hard are worth it because I'm going to tell you secrecy. It will totally divide a relationship. Mm. Honesty is Mm. so Mm. powerful and it builds trust. Honesty definitely helps cultivate a safe place. And so in the mix of all of those emotions that were happening, by the power of the Spirit, there was forgiveness. Mm. And by the peace of God, I knew that this relationship was where I was supposed to be. Truly. That, that is so good. And even just to put a big old bold bow on this and mm. to stamp it, it's it. what that is right there is what I'm living in is what I will be living out. Yeah. And so what I'm living in, am I living in the world? Like, no, I'm supposed to live. I'm not supposed to be in the world. I'm supposed to be, like, I'm supposed to be above. Like, that's, I'm supposed to be like Christ. Yeah. Like, I want to live in the word of God. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to see, like, how, how do I respond? Well, God literally, as, as a, as a whole woman was thrown at his feet and they said, cast stones on him. Like, Jesus said, no, like, draw the line in the sand. Like, for those of you who have not sinned, you throw the first stone. And soon they all trigger away. Like he responds in grace. And so how can I respond to anybody? Not just Mm -hmm. porn, not just anything like if I, how can I respond to a friend that has hurt me? I want to respond in grace. I want to come. If someone is coming up to me asking for forgiveness, I want to, I want to bestow forgiveness on them and more. Mm -hmm. Like I want to give them an exceedingly abundantly greater. Like that's what I want to do because if I'm living in the world, then I would respond how the world would, would, would respond yeah. and that would be of anger and of, of selfish intent. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to live that way. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to do those things, you know? Yeah. And so it really does come to, I want to be full of grace and I want to be full of mercy as my Lord is full of grace and full of mercy. And that doesn't just go from me to others. That goes from me to me. Like I yeah. want to be gracious for myself. Because I could sit here and beat myself up. And trust me, I have. I've gone down that road and I've done that plenty of times. I'm an expert at it, actually. But uh, I could sit here and just beat myself up for my past or for what I did. But I know that that will not do any good. Like, the Lord does not see. Like, in in, uh, Psalm 51, it literally says that he wipes our sins from his memories. Like, we need to confess our sins to him. We need to ask for forgiveness. But then he wipes our sins away, saying, like, you know what I see? I see the blood of my son on you. That's what I see. I don't see anything else. Mm-hmm. So how do I prepare my heart? Well, first, I want to get into the word. I want I want to, I want to, how does a young man keep his word prayer? By seeking his word with your whole heart. Like, I want to do that. Yeah. Okay. And then 
I want to live what I'm reading. I want to live with that out. I want to, how do I prepare my heart in that way? Well, I want to respond in grace. I want to be on, I want to have my house on a firm foundation because if I'm solid here and you're solid with God, then we're solid here. And that's what it will be. There will be arguments. There will be hard times. There will be times that, man, I love you, but I really don't like you. Mm -hmm. Like there will be those times and that can almost be scary. That can almost be confusing and be like, no, we just need And like, no, I I love you. And I'm in this for the long haul. Mm -hmm. I forgive you. I like just as Christ has forgiven everything that we've done and everything that we're going to do. I've already done that for you because you are going to be my wife. Like how awesome. Now, I think one thing I really want to go back on kind of went on a little rant there for a fun second Mm -hmm. is, is coming into a relationship. If you're, if you're struggling with pornography, like you may be in a relationship right now, struggling with pornography. You may be in a relationship right now and confused, like, well, do I need to go in things? No, but search your heart. See, I need to make, I need to make myself right with God. I need to really do this. And I want to surround myself with people who will walk alongside me. I want to, I want to surround myself with people that, that love me and cherish me and, and, and exactly hold me accountable for yeah. these things. And there are, there are countless things that will be able to help you do that. So I want to first do that. But if you're not in a relationship and you, and you want to be, or actually let me take that back. If you're not in a relationship and you just want to glorify God, mm-hmm. that's what this is all about. This isn't like, this is some about Emma and I, but this is all about God and us. Yeah. Like I want to glorify God in this way. Mm-hmm. So I want to, I want to make sure that this is right because I'm at some point will come to the father and have to give an account for all my sins. Mm-hmm. Like I will have to stand there no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, no matter what language you speak, no matter what race you are, no matter what gender you are, we will all come to the father and have to give an account for our sins. Yeah. And will he look at me and say, well done, good and faithful servant. Or will he say to me, depart, because you never knew me. I want to know him. Mm-hmm. I want to do that with him. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it makes me think about, like, I heard this quote one time. And I will butcher it because I can't remember who said it. And I can't remember <laughs> exactly what they said. But it was something along the lines of, if you love something, that means that you have to hate something else. So, like, you can't serve two masters. Mm-hmm. So, like, in our in a because we've like specifically talked about pornography, which I think is such an important thing to talk about. I think something beautiful to address. And I pray that it's helping encourage and challenge anyone listening in a good direction. But just thinking about how Jesus talks about how we can't have two masters. And if we love something, that means that we hate something else. Thinking about sin and thinking about the ways that the enemy would love to tempt us and distract us away from seeking the heart of the Lord and away from learning more about God and being obedient to him. Like, I want to encourage you to like ask the Lord to deepen your love for him and to deepen your love for his word, because there comes a point where it's like, yes, this is tempting. Yes. This looks pleasing to the eye. Yes. This looks good. Yes. This looks like it would meet a very deep want in me. But I love God more. Like, what if we got to that place where, like, I love God so much that even though, yeah, these look like they would, and I know that they would give temporary satisfaction, mm-hmm. because they don't honor God, I hate them. Mm-hmm. Like, 
my love for God, I want it to compel me to hate the things that aren't of him. Sure. And and like we've said this in one of our videos before, but to, to, be, to be tempted is not a sin. But it's what how, it's how we respond to that temptation. For all of us mm-hmm. are tempted. And, but no one's going to be tempted beyond what's common to mankind. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the club and temptation. You're not alone. Yeah. Like the enemy would love for you to be convinced of the fact of, of the idea that you're isolated and that mm-hmm. no one will understand. And that's yeah. a big fat lie. Like yeah. no one will be tempted beyond what is common to mankind. Exactly. But when, not if, when you're tempted, God is faithful to provide a way of escape so that you can endure it. Every single time. And so not if you get tempted again, but when and how you get tempted again. Are you guarding your heart with his word? Do you love God? Do you love God enough to lean into his faithfulness and take his escape route? Mm -hmm. Do you love God enough that the temptation is something you hate? Like, I think that that... I don't think there's like a specific point to say. I think I'm just going to leave that question out there mm. to think on. Um, not in a shameful way, though, because all of us, again, have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. And we mm. haven't taken that escape route. And like Josh mentioned, that God is faithful and just to forgive those who confess their sins to him. Like, mm. he's such a good God. But I want us to take our faith seriously. Yeah. I want us to take our walk with God seriously because whenever we take our walk with him seriously and we truly love him and we realize that those who love him obey him mm-hmm. and his commands are not a burden and we, we actually own that, it's going to bless this. Yeah, It's going to bless our friendships. It's going to bless our dating relationship. It's going to bless our relationship, like Josh said, with ourself. So it's just something to chew on, yeah. something to think about. That, that is so good because you know what? That, that want to sleep with your girlfriend that want to have like watch pornography that want to do whatever sin you can imagine yeah that's that's a real one and that's mm-hmm. a real that's a real thing but it's how am what am i am i choosing this or am i choosing this or am i choosing god yeah and that, that's a beautiful thing i think emma what i loved and admired about you is that you did walk in grace with me mm-hmm. that you did come alongside me even though i wasn't struggling with it anymore but I, well, let me take that back even though i wasn't actively living in it now Mm-hmm. The struggle is always going to be there. Yeah. That struggle for whenever you get married, whenever you have kids, that that will always be there. But that I wasn't living in it, and you walked with grace in me, mm-hmm. and you're there with me, and I have my guys to walk alongside me, but I also have my fiance. This the seriousness of this relationship. I have the, my fiance to also walk alongside me. Mm-hmm. I have my fiance to to love and to cherish and to to know when to. I know, babe, I'm struggling. Yeah. Like, I'm actually really struggling with this. Can you pray for me? Can you do this? Can you actually just come over? Like, let's just watch a movie. Like, like let's just do something to take my mind off of whatever it is. And so there are ways to to battle this together. Mm-hmm. Together as a, as, a, as a dating couple, as a married couple, as a, as a wherever, what season you are in, there are people around you, I promise you, that, that if there's a church or if there's, there's friends that want to love you, that want to cherish mm-hmm. you, that want to to walk alongside you and and show you the grace of God and just surrounding yourself with people to love you and to cherish mm-hmm. you and to walk alongside you. It, you'll never regret that. It's hard to begin that first step though. It's it's like taking a step off of a diving board. Like I'm I'm hoping that this is not going to hurt. Like because sharing your sins 
though it it's that it seems like it's painful and it, it may be an uncomfortability, there's some legitimate psychological healing that comes from sharing your like sh- from sharing your sins. Yeah. That's why it says confess your sins and you will be healed. Like there's a reason that God created us the way we are and that whenever we do confess our sins, whenever we do love that way, whenever we are able to live in freedom of that, that God lets us have that healing and that grace and live in that grace even inside ourselves. I love him. Mm. I love him. He's so he's so good. And I, I loved throughout like this whole love series throughout this month, like We've talked about relationships. We've talked about singleness. We've talked about dating. We're talking a little, we honed in a little bit on it, being engaged. Talk about the struggles that come in that and the cheerfulness that comes with that. But the heartbeat of it all has been the presence of God Mm -hmm. and who he is and how worthy he is of our full affection and our praise and honestly, just our whole life. And so I really just wanted to like, wrap up this incredible conversation Mm -hmm. with just an encouragement to you through the power of Jesus. Like friend, you, you are a sinner who has fallen short of God's glory, gone your own way, just like me, just like Josh, just like every human that has been and will be like, welcome to the club. (laughs) But God who is so rich in mercy and mighty to save wants a relationship with you. And speaking of relationships and love, like, He wants a relationship with us so bad that he would send his one and only son, Jesus, who was tempted in every way, Mm -hmm. but he didn't sin so that he would not only be able to empathize with us in our weaknesses, but so that he overcame it so we can walk in his overcoming. Greater is he because I believed (laughs) in him living in me than the enemy living in the world. And not only that, I can boldly approach God's throne of grace. And ask him for help in my time of need, help in my relationships, help yeah. in in the quiet moments and help in the busy mm-hmm. moments. Like what a great God we serve. And he's why we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. He's why these relationships are so sweet because he designed them. Yeah. So if anything, I pray that out of this conversation, you're just encouraged to draw near to the Lord um, as mm-hmm. he draws near to you. Yeah. But Josh, thank you for being on my podcast. Oh my this is so fun. <laughs> this is so fun. And the first recorded podcast. I know. Like if you if you wanted to listen to this again, you can go on YouTube or if you're on YouTube right now, you can go on the podcast. <laughs> Either one. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you should come on over to the YouTube channel because I'm feeling Kim Possible vibes today. So I've got to get this one. But yes, we love, we love y'all so, so much. Be sure and download, rate, review, share this with your people, know that you matter and that we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. (laughs) And we'll talk to y'all next week. See (laughs) y'all. Bye guys. I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are.
This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.